By the time you hear this podcast, the Grammy will go to. Starting off the show with a little, <laughs> a little live performance that might give you a clue as to what we're talking about. I only put up one Instagram post and that was earlier today. So <laughs> if you haven't figured it out, too bad. Yeah. <laughs> so for the first time, we are recording uh, while the sun is still out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so welcome to By the Time You Hear This Podcast. I'm Greg. I'm Ben. And we're back with episode 27. Oh, yeah. And uh, thank you to everyone who has been listening and subscribing. Um, I really appreciate it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> know what to say, really. Yeah. Uh, for those who are listening for the first time because a friend told you about it. Um, one, uh, you should thank your friend mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for telling you about such a great podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and if you want to get in contact with us. Uh, well, of course we'd appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> and, but if you want to know where specifically, uh, you can follow our podcast, subscribe on iTunes, Podomatic, Castbox, mm-hmm. TuneIn Radio, and the Satchel Podcast Player. Uh, you can also visit our Facebook page, like and follow the page by at facebook.com slash by the time you hear this spelled with the word you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, by the time you hear this, spelled with the letter U, because we're upstanding. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the same spelling applies to our email address, by the time you hear this, at gmail.com. With the U also, because we're upstanding. Because we're upstanding. We don't want to see you in court. We don't want to. Right. We don't wanna, <laughs> uh, especially if you're a judge, because we know you're already there, so we don't have to <laughs> say that redundantly. <laughs> it makes it even worse. <laughs> so, um, 
uh, well, let's get into, we don't have a guest this time, but, um, we do have some, uh, I do have some ideas about what kind of guests we, we could have for things we want to talk about, but it's more about timing. Yeah. Um, but that's something we could talk about offline. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, we, I, I'm, I'm thinking of other, basically we, we, we have some ideas that aren't related to this podcast, but could be mm-hmm. coming up. So that's why we want you to subscribe and, you know, uh, and all that kind of good stuff. So, um, as we normally start our show, we have some music news and notes to speak of. Well, let's just start here. Um, I know Ben may, well, he, he's, he's getting over it. Oh, come on. Over man. the, the monumental Super Bowl collapse. I hope that the people who listen to this don't watch sports <laughs> <laughs> or care. Oh God, that was, uh, yeah. I mean, the, the, the good thing we can take away from it is a, it's a really good performance from Lady Gaga, you yeah. know? Um, unlike the Falcon, she did not choke. So. Thank you, Lady Gaga, for not choking. Um, but did the whole performance, no lip syncing. No so, lip syncing. Mm-hmm. And no features. No features, <laughs> Dre J. Colian. Um I'm not going to lie. When they went to her on the roof, I was terrified. <laughs> I was like, so high. Um, but it was kind of cool with the, I heard, I didn't know those were drones at the time. I was like, wow, how are they getting this? Okay. So those that? were drones. <laughs> yeah. I'm like where are the, I'm look, I was looking for like, where are the drones? Are those the drones? It's like I, Fox I, owns I, the stars. Yes. they are. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was pretty cool. I, I feel like, so of course, you know, she said there will be nothing political about this performance. That was political to me. Her singing God bless America with what's going on right now and singing born this way. Yeah. Those were political statements. Those were her end arounds. She's like, all right, I won't come out and say, I won't give the finger to Trump or Mike Pence, who was in attendance, but I will sing God bless America. And I will sing born this way. And you can take it how you want to take it. Yeah. So, uh, I think she, I think she just said it was going to be that way or, or people thought it was that way. Yeah. But it really wasn't. No, I think there was still statements to be made. They may have been more subtle than um, if she just outright said it's going to be political. I mean, she was she was very subtle with it. And, you know, for people who know what kind of songs she is made, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you can find and, you know, to have some to find some kind of meaning in those songs. Yeah. You know, it can it can be political. It can it can mean something to somebody. Yeah, born this way. I mean, born the way this way is pretty blatant. Like, I mean, it's yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it doesn't. I don't. I feel like okay. born this way doesn't really try to hide. <laughs> it, I message. mean, it's it's really straightforward. Yeah, uh, it's not really. Um, um, it's not pulling any punches. Uh, there's not a lot. It's not a lot open to interpretation. <laughs> no, as far as that song goes. So. Um, so yeah, like we're saying, like she, she did make a statement. It was, mm-hmm. it was kind of subtle, uh, which I feel like you don't get that a lot with Lady Gaga. No, <laughs> you don't. Um, the costume change was pretty clever. I didn't see that coming until yeah. she like comes out of it, you know, in a different costume. I will say I was pretty disappointed that she did not do um, Perfect Illusion. Even yeah, I was, was expecting every s- promo. <laughs> I, yeah, I was expecting. Um, I was expecting that song. Uh, the, once she played at the piano, I haven't listened to the whole album, but that's yeah. from the new album. Yeah, right? million million reasons, I believe is the okay. Name of it. Yeah, okay. So at mm-hmm. least there was some new stuff. Mm-hmm. 
packed a lot of uh a lot of music into the those fifteen or yeah. thirteen to fifteen minutes. Yeah, she was sweating. Um, <laughs> you could yeah. tell she was tired. Like. <laughs> uh yeah, hey, cool. well, she wanted to sing live, mm-hmm. but she knew what she was in for, oh, I yeah. think. Um she did <clears throat> telephone without Beyonce. No Beyonce. As soon as that came out, I was like, she lied. She lied. <laughs> and then Beyonce didn't come out. I was like, oh, okay. I was waiting like for that second verse. But yeah. I was, I was, I thought Elton John was going to come out. I, yeah. I, I we, Cause he was in the tenants. He was in the box okay. with Robert Kraft, I believe. Um, the evil Robert Kraft. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I heard he was, he was going to be part of the performance. He was not. Um, I was, I was expecting, maybe someone else to, you know, to do one of their songs. But, you know, I, I actually do appreciate that she, that there were no features. Yeah. <laughs> there was no one else to, to steal the spotlight. And, mm-hmm. and who, and the more I, I was watching it, you know, and having appreciation of her doing it by herself, who would have been there that would have like kind of complimented her mm-hmm. performance. R. Kelly. I could, no, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm with you. I'm glad she did. She did it on her own too. Cause she's, she's a big performer. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything yeah. like you said, like who would have complimented her? I don't think anyone, anyone there would have just taken away from what she was doing. Yeah. And, and it's happened the past two years to where, uh, the other, someone else performing, or something else happened to take away from the attention of the artist who was selected to be the main performer last mm-hmm. year. It was Coldplay, guys. I mean, I know y'all yeah, want to say Beyonce. Sometimes, yeah, you forget that Coldplay was the headliner sometimes. <laughs> it's, I think people will say, oh, it was Beyonce last year. Or they'll say, oh, and it was Beyonce and Bruno Mars and like some some white dudes. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I think they were British. Yeah. <laughs> and the year before, what were people talking about? That the shark on the left and that, Missy Elliott. He, he did an AMA on Reddit. <laughs> that guy, he was he, he used that man. He just went rogue. <laughs> so, but because that year was it was Katy Perry, Missy, and and, and Lenny Kravitz. And Lenny Kravitz came out. Yeah. Okay, man. Yeah, they yeah just to carry a halftime show. Like we got to get these. Like, I guess that's just how they felt in the moment, you know. So. Um. So yeah, like there was nothing to overshadow Lady Gaga, and like we said, who was going to, um, who's going to compliment her? Couldn't really think of anybody. Yeah. Uh, well, looking forward to next year. I believe it's going to be in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. It'll be colder. <laughs> well, they'll be inside. They have a do- okay, so they are building a dome. Okay. Good. No, they're already playing in it. Oh, they are. Yeah. Oh. oh. Could they play it at the University of Minnesota? Minnesota. I thought that's where they were still playing. But th- this this past season was their first year in the new stadium. Good for them. Okay. That's why they're having the Super Bowl. I mean, they weren't going to play this new stupid. They weren't going to play their well, Super no, Bowl outside. I thought outside. next year was going to be the first season, but I thought it was going to be a stadium. I don't know why I figured it'd be a stadium because it was a dome before. Yeah. But the snow fell in. That was tragic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The one that's outside is the one the twins play in, but that's because they play mostly during the the spring and summer. (laughs) Makes sense. Um, This would have been, if he were still with us, this would have been a perfect time to have Prince. Oh God. Yes. Uh, I'm kind of leaning towards more like wherever the Super Bowl is, have someone, the biggest star from that town. Hmm. Like this would have been a great year for Beyonce. Nothing against Lady Gaga, but mm-hmm. this would have been a great year to her have town. Beyonce. It's her town, yeah. 
Um, and next year would have been a great year to have Prince or mint condition or, or mint condition <laughs> more as day at a time. So we can be confused <laughs> as to who they are. Um, I mean, but, who else has come out of Minneapolis though? Out of, or out of Minnesota in general. I'm trying to think. Like that's really only thing of, okay. Prince, Mick Condition, Morris Day in the Time. I guess you could say Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. And because of Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, like we mentioned on the previous episode, to where it's time to forgive Janet Jackson. Yeah, let her up there. This is the time. <laughs> and have that, them play with her. Oh her yeah, band. yeah, that'd be awesome. Play control. I mean, come play out stuff there with like, it. well, any of her songs. Like they almost all of well, a lot of her songs she co-wrote with them. Yeah. So. I mean, it would be it would be great to have them. Do either one um, of them play guitar? I think they both do. Because that was that was another thing I forgot to mention. <laughs> lady Gaga playing the guitar, like <laughs> hats off, lady. Hats off. That was awesome. I, I don't know. I don't know if she was really playing anything. I mean, she may have like played that yeah, part in the pre-recorded. I don't think she was really playing anything. Yeah. But it was just a, it was a cool visual at least. Yeah, her with the guitar <laughs> and the dancer holding the mic. Yeah. Um. So yeah, if Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis play with with uh, Janet Jackson next year, bring out the key. Bring out a guitar. <laughs> like that'd be awesome. <laughs> or if they can't make it, get Teddy Riley to play. He can play the guitar too. He can play the guitar. <laughs> Just uh, more guitar, please. Yes. More. I'm surprised I wasn't trending. Do young people not know what the guitar is? Maybe they, maybe they don't know it's called a guitar. Okay, because I feel like after that, that should have been trending on Twitter. <laughs> like that should have been like more keytar, please. <laughs> but I guess I don't know. This I'm gonna we're gonna I'm gonna make that trend somewhere. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, um, that that would be uh, the ideal uh, selection for yeah. next year is Janet Jackson and have Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis play with her, or have more say the time or mid condition. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to bring those on yeah, or maybe, or maybe she feels like, Hey, if lady Gaga didn't have features, mm-hmm. I could have no features. Is <laughs> so. that now? Um, maybe a hologram of Prince. That seems to be the popular thing to do with dead celebrities. Um, I get to see that happening. Yes. It totes. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I would be against that idea. I mean, I've not. I've never seen it in application. I've just heard about it because I mean, I haven't been. I mean, it was done with. Well, there there are some videos of when it was done with Tupac. Yeah, Coachella, right? At Coachella. Okay. And um, I feel like it was done with somebody else, like maybe Michael Jackson or something like that. But I mean, if they if they do it, okay. But I'm kind (laughs) of. I'm not really with that idea. Uh, or maybe. Janet could do a do a Prince song like include Prince as part of the yeah. halftime show. Um, and like I said, it's time for forgiveness. Yeah, I agree. I mean, for one, I mean, who cared? I mean, like we we know that no one cared. It was all the parents' um, counsel that she's being former... judged off of half a second. Yeah, and it... you know, blame the people who were like. I don't know if TiVo was around at that time. Yeah, I'm sure it was. But, but all the HD screenshots, I mean, those yeah. people looking for it, you know? I didn't even see it. I was, I was, I think I was too drunk. I didn't, I missed it. <laughs> like I said, I was watching it and I'm looking at our friends like, did that, what, did you see that? What, what just <laughs> Oh, you did? Okay. Uh, all right. Keep it going. Keep and it going. then I did, you know, went on to watch the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, 
I think the leader of the clubhouse and she's made it on our show again. Taylor Swift. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> she's already in the studio working on her new album. I'm as bi- I- I'm as much of a fan as the next person, but her music is just not Super Bowl worthy. She's not a Super Bowl worthy performer. She can't dance, for one. Um, and I feel like as of late, you gotta you gotta be the full package, man, to be able to like do it. I guess if you just want to stand up there and watch a skinny chick sing, I mean, that's cool. <laughs> but I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it could work. I mean, it, it'd be like watching like the, the who, like the old guys that they were having up there because she's not going to move around a ton, you know? So God, God, I hope it doesn't happen. Well, put it like this. It will be someone, you know, like there are a lot of concert venues mm-hmm. in Atlanta. She would be the kind of person come on. Excuse me. Um <laughs> you need someone who you want an artist who could fill up the Georgia Dome. Yeah. Or now now the Mercedes Mercedes Benz Dome, which is right next door. But um <laughs> someone who could who could fill that place to where you gotta have their concert in that place. You can't have it at Phillips. Mm-hmm. You can't have it at the Fox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be interesting though, but no, <laughs> you know, so there are only a handful of artists who could pull that off. Um, we just, we had Beyonce two of the last five years. Yeah. Can't do that. Mm-mm. Uh, then, okay. So it's gotta be Taylor Swift. The other person I could think I could only think of is like Ed Sheeran, but we can't have Ed Sheeran doing a Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show. Most boring halftime show ever. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess, I would, if if so, and this is gonna sound so petty, bring her exes, like have like Taylor Swift out there, and then just all of a sudden, without warning, John Mayer pops up, like Harry Styles pops up, whichever Jonas brother she, yeah, did. one of the Jonas brothers <laughs> pops up, and it's just like they're all like they do a song with her, but she didn't know they were coming, and then top it off with Kanye, and then have uh, what's to do play Loki in the Avengers? Oh, Tom Hiddleston, yeah, have yeah. him come out there. He j- he just he did a movie where he played Hank Williams. <laughs> Have him do a I was gonna say, do they fight at this point? Like, do um, he defends their honor, Tom Hiddleston versus the world, <laughs> <laughs> and they have this fight and come like you know, uh, refereed by Kanye West. I don't know. Like this could this could be really funny. Where's celebrity death match when you need them? Because oh, this would have been a celebrity death match. <laughs> I think they were a little ahead. That show was ahead of its oh, time. Oh God, yes. If it if it came around in the in the era of social media, mm, so many beefs, yeah, so many beefs. <laughs> like they, pro- I feel like back then they kind of had to manufacture some of it. Yeah. Now, oh yeah, you, you get like two or three a week. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I can't even think of anybody else right now. Neither. Can, I mean, maybe Drake, but I mean, I mean, is if, is he gonna be? Is he gonna have material? I mean, is he gonna? I mean, Drake, Drake is, um, I mean, you don't connect him a lot with the NFL, Mm-mm. more with the NBA, yeah. because he thinks he's a recruit at the University of Kentucky. Um, <laughs> I thought he thought he was a player, man. He was in the layup <laughs> line. Like <he> was <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, he doesn't really identify with the, with the NFL a whole lot. Mm. Um 
I guess the only connection that I can think of is that uh, Odell Beckham Jr. stayed at his house one summer. Yeah, they both be in their feelings. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, and a lot of and a lot, a lot of his songs are like. Yeah, they're kind of slow. <laughs> Other than like One Dance and uh, One Dance. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think of his. And what, what rappers have performed at the Super Bowl? Hey. I mean, can you, do you count the black IPs? We need to make it happen. We got to make it happen. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I guess technically, Steven Tyler rapped Walk This Way. So I mean, you could technically, <laughs> he had those Aerosmith bars. <laughs> he didn't have the whole thing, though, because Britney Spears came in there stealing some of the thunder. And then Justin Timberlake and the yeah. rest of NSYNC. So, still the worst halftime show I've ever seen. So, technically, a rapper. <laughs> technically, you had a rapper already? Technically. <laughs> but um, what year did the Black Eyed Peas do it? Well, I, I like. I'm, I'm saying, would you consider them rappers? I mean, I well, it was the one that was at um, the one that had the Packers and the Steelers. My God, that did happen. And they had Usher. My God, I forgot about that. <laughs> That's probably one of the more forgettable halftime shows, just because, like, I don't think anybody liked the Black Eyed Peas by then. Yeah, we, I think we had Black Eyed Fatigue. Yeah. Um. Hmm. And that was the year that the Packers won, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Before we get too sportsy. But yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I remember that year. It was a painful year. So, um, yeah, we could. Um, uh, you know what? Maybe petition for Justin Bieber. But does Bieber identify? He's more. He's big. Uh, and not because they're, well, kind of partly because they're Canadian. And the Canadian football is very different <laughs> than the NFL. I think he more identifies as an NBA guy. Yeah, I mean, I think, but I don't know. May, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm curious to see who they're going to get to do it. I'm very curious. Um, I honestly would like to see a band, I, I, but I can't think of any bands that are big enough to do it that no. aren't old. Like you could, yeah, you could get Aerosmith, you could get the Rolling Stones, but like they're almost dead. So it's like the Rolling Stones have done it before. Yeah, Aerosmith and Aerosmith has done it before. I, they I mean, it's probably going to be somebody like <laughs> they, need, they need a web <laughs> redemption on that. Like that was bad. Um, maybe it'll be somebody like. Uh, I mean, I would, I would like to. I mean, I, the, I would love to see like somebody like the Foo Fighters. Oh, that would be good. Are they big enough though? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, would, would they have to like add a Nirvana song to their set? So people, <laughs> for, so people who will like be able to relate. Yeah. That would be, I know they put on a good show, but yeah, I just don't know if they're big enough. And we know the Foo Fighters would, would put a Prince song in oh, their God, set yes. if they did it in Minneapolis. Oh yeah. Um, um yeah. I, Cause I know I, I've seen them play sellout crowds in Europe. I've not seen them play big arena shows in America. So I don't know. Yeah. Um and I know just I just know that, you know, hard rock and metal is just, is bigger in Europe than it is here. Um you know, certain sects of the country like it, but like as a whole, just this in the eighties, you know. I mean maybe Metallica, I could I could see that. Mm. I could see them doing it, but I mean it's like I don't know, like can people still relate to them? Like is like did they miss their train when we were booking the Tom Petty's and the Who's of the world? Like Probably. that might have made more think, sense yeah. back then. So, I think with with the Foo Fighters, I mean, we know they could do um, P 
people know of the song. They know of like Everlong. Mm-hmm. They know of Learning Fly. Mm-hmm. They know of um, uh, uh, Breakout. Yeah. Uh, you know, so there there's some songs that they could do, but it'll be like a lot of stuff that's like at least 15 Ten years, years old. Yeah. <laughs> it's very old stuff. I was thinking maybe 21 Pilots, but they're not big enough mm-hmm. yet. I think in like five years, and their their stuff's kind of slow too. Yeah, it's 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 too mid tempo. Um, Monkey Wrench would be great at the Super Bowl. Yeah, like I could see them the opening with Monkey yeah. Wrench, yeah. or even the best of you, and they come down. From That's the how they and, end it. That's the finale. Oh, oh man, this is I'm getting mad because this ain't gonna happen. <laughs> this ain't gonna happen. <laughs> um, and for uh, that will be in, in Minneapolis for Atlanta. Which will be the next year? Uh, Gucci, duh. <laughs> it's it's going it's to be the trap halftime show. Oh, you have Gucci, you have Migos, you have Future. Have you seen the pictures of Matt Ryan from the Super Bowl, like during the um the uh, not the Pledge of Allegiance, she's the national anthem, yeah. and it's like Matt Ryan out here doing it for the trap, and it's got like Future and Gucci Mane and like Migos, <laughs> like they're like kind of like transparent heads. <laughs> Behind him, it's like he doing it for the trap. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's just so funny." I can see that though—a trap halftime show. Does, is designer from here? Yeah, throw him in there. He'll be in there. So people, and look, the petition to for have the Migos replace Lady Gaga was great, but wrong I think city. the timing was bad. Wrong city, <laughs> and the wrong city. When it comes to start the petition now, yeah, we can get like five million people. Mm-hmm. To have the trap halftime show, it'd be uh, it'd be interesting. I guess if all of them are still alive, because I know they do a lot of drugs. <laughs> so make sure, make sure. I, I I feel like Future could be dead by then. I hope not. Future be doing some some hard some hard stuff. Yeah, um, all and all together too, mm-hmm. uh, according to his songs. Yeah. It may just be some storytelling. Yeah, but <laughs> but yeah, no, I could. I would love a trap halftime show. Um, in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium because that is a car that so many of them probably drive. It'd mm-hmm. just be awesome, you know. Like maybe have them drive a Mercedes out onto the field. <laughs> you wouldn't even need a stage; just have a bunch of the cars come. Out. Yeah, like park them in the middle, you know, where the logo is, and just go at it. Like that'd be awesome. That'd be so cool. Yeah, I. So uh, start the petition now mm-hmm. for the Trap Halftime Show, February 2019. And I've seen Arthur Blake dance, so I think he would like this. Like, I don't think he'd have any, like, oh, that song I was dancing to in the locker room had a nice beat. Let's have that young man come and, in and, and do he's, a few songs. He's been waiting. Oh. He has been waiting to host the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. He's like, why does Miami keep getting it? Okay. And Jerry got one. Oh, I got a better state. I got it. He, he probably thinks he has like, a better stadium than Jerry Jones. He threw in like 500 mil of his own money. He's like, bring it. Come on, bring it. He took, the, he took everybody. Everybody, the whole, yeah. the staff, the, uh, oh, yeah. the whole staff, probably all of the like vendors, all of the, <laughs> uh, every Falcons employee, yeah. probably said the board of directors from Home Depot. Like, yeah. Just- <laughs> Everybody went to the game. Yeah. He's going to, he's going to pull out all the stops mm-hmm. for Atlanta when they host the Super Bowl. I can't wait. I hope we're in it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. It's only two years, man. Two years. Well, yeah. I'm well, don't, well, if it's, then they, then I would not root for them to make it this next <laughs> season because trying to make it three years in a row, 
Well, that's that's rough. I just don't want to be the Buffalo Bills. We'll just say that. I don't want to be the Buffalo Bills and just just continuously make it, but just we're not meant to get the trophy. We just keep running into greatness, you know. And with the Bills, like they lost by one, and then it got progressively worse. worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Jim Kelly's in the Hall of Fame, right? Yeah, Thurman Thomas, Bruce Smith, yeah, they're all in the Hall of Fame. They were good teams, just, you know, they just ran the better teams. Yeah. <laughs> they ran to the Cowboys. Um, okay, so um, I look forward to that. I always like the Super Bowl halftime show. I find myself watching that. And, um, you know, like I said, the first one I ever watched was Michael Jackson. And it's always interesting to see who who they get. Uh, probably the, the the most unexpected one. Because everything happened over the course of maybe three years mm-hmm. was Bruno Mars. Yeah. And then everything he happened. Killed it. Yeah. Like that's the everything thing. happened really fast. And then they brought him back two yeah. years later. That's what got me. Like you bring this, you bring this. I mean, he wasn't unknown, but I feel like as a performer, like, all right, what are we going to get? Was he, is he just going to get up there and, and try to be Michael Jackson? And it was like the complete opposite. It's like, oh, he comes out playing drums. Okay, <laughs> like it was. It, it kind of set a bar, in my opinion, for like solo artists. I think, like at least I think. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So, uh, getting to uh, well, we mentioned you know what's going on on Billboard as far as the charts go. The number one song once again. Well, it was when it when it debuted. It's number one again a couple of weeks later. Ed Sheeran's "The Shape of You." Mm-hmm. I've only listened to it once. I'm, it's it's so well. I shouldn't. I don't want to. I, feel like I like Castle on the on Hill better. I don't want to feel like that I'm song's not bad. Anything. I mean, he's the remix isn't bad. I mean, it's just I'm. I don't know, man. I'm I'm hipster Ed Sheeran. I want like <laughs> I want ex Ed Sheeran, even though like that wasn't even his first album. But I just no. I don't know. <laughs> um, the number one album, Migos, mm-hmm. future Super Bowl halftime performer, Migos. <laughs> Start the hashtag now. <laughs> um. I I've only heard the that one song. Bougie. Yeah. That's all I've heard too. Uh, well, I think they came out with another song, didn't like T V something or is it called T V Dinner or am I dreaming? I I might be making that up. Um they had a I think their new single is um what was it? Uh well, they got one called T shirt. T shirt. Why did I think T V dinner? And they got another song called Slippery. Maybe it's I think that hungry. was a lot what's getting a lot of Yeah. A lot of plays right now. Um, so, yeah, they have the number one album. And, um, yeah, okay. So, also, speaking of Billboard, the number one, uh, well, they, they released the uh, Power 100, which are like kind of like the top, uh, the top people in the music industry. Mm-hmm. And number one is... Uh, Someone, um, we're trying to get to sponsor our podcast. Uh, <laughs> does he have Twitter? Maybe you can tweet this at him or Instagram it at him or something. Uh, think about that. Anything yeah, about that. <clears throat> we'll look into that. Yeah, but it's Daniel Eck, the chairman CEO of Spotify. He is number one on Billboard's Power 100. Uh, there, <laughs> we're looking at like kind of like some of the numbers that they have here. He's just they're 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 killing the game right now. Yeah, they really are. Uh, you know, some people may have think may think that Apple Music is is doing better, but we've looked here that uh, 
streaming music has accounted for 51% of music consumption in the United States. And Spotify has 43% of paid streaming subscribers worldwide. Mm-hmm. And that's bigger than Apple music, yeah. bigger than title, bigger than Pandora. And they're not having to do granted. They, they've had some, um, some releases, some, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not featured releases, but some, um, exclusive releases, Yeah, but they haven't had to have the ad campaigns that Apple has had to have. Right. They haven't had to have the, the Taylor Swift and the Drake campaigns. They haven't had to, um, have, you know, a, um, a I haven't even seen a commercial for Spotify. Neither have I. <laughs> I well, I think I saw one when the weekend dropped his album and it wasn't even really an app. It wasn't really an advertisement for Spotify. It was an advertisement for his album just saying that it's been released on Spotify. So like, you know, there, there's no big, you know, huge rapper CEO guy type, you know, supporting like title had, you know, where like basically everybody put their capes on for title in the rap game and everyone came out like support title, like Spotify is just doing it. Well, the, I think that, they're Spotify. <laughs> I feel like with title, um, you know how, you know, some getting back to kind of being sportsy again, but how franchises have, they have that franchise player, their mm-hmm. face of the franchise mm-hmm. titles, face of the franchise is Jay Z and then Beyonce by yeah. association. Mm-hmm. So that's why people went to title because of if you're fans of her and she has this, one of the biggest fan bases in the world, Crazy, you might say craziest too, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but people are like, well, if Lemonade's only on Spotify, uh, well, if it's only on Title, mm-hmm. I got to get a Title subscription. Yeah, uh, you know, so depending on who you're a fan of, you got to go to that, um, to that platform to get it. And uh, maybe some people also went there because of I don't know if Prince was on Title. He I'm, was when he okay. died. He, that was the only place he could find the music. Well. Uh, by the time you hear this podcast, yeah. if it's tomorrow, then his music will probably be on the other platforms. Be everywhere. Um, Which makes me very excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but getting back to, to Daniel Eck here, uh, this started in 2011 and where he got the major music labels to invest in and support an on-demand subscription model that included the controversial free tier. Yeah. So basically like, yeah, these people can use Spotify for free, but it'll be as, um, like when I got, when I first started Spotify, um, I, I, I have a, the premium account. It's a paid account with free. Um, it's basically like, like Pandora, except yeah. you could pick which songs you play. It's not some, um, it's not like random or, th- or songs that, you know, maybe if you like this song, then maybe you'll like this one. That's how Pandora worked. Which blows works. my mind that more people haven't been against Pandora since Pandora is completely free. <laughs> and well, they, they do have a, they do the the Pandora one, which you could, I think it's like a, an ad free kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I haven't, I haven't gone back to Pandora and like, eight, nine years. So, um, so there's the, uh, so, uh, there's that, but it was controversial for the free tier for Spotify, but it was, it had ads, it had ads. So if the artists are getting paid for the streams, um, 
I mean, they're still getting paid if someone's using a free account. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be by the by the advertiser. So um, hard to tell that it's it's <clears throat> controversial. I mean, it's hard to believe that that was a controversial thing. Yeah. Um, and his argument was that it would curb the piracy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it has. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, because if you're, um, you know, even though you're, you feel like you're doing all this stuff for free, but if you have a monthly subscription, you know, it's kind of like I did buy the album if I'm playing it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, um, and I could play it offline mm-hmm. if I wanted. Uh, so it's not a, I, I, I like the model and I'm glad that he pushed for it yeah. and, and people came around to it. It works even better nowadays, and I wish I could think of the article that I read, but talks about how there's so much music nowadays, you can't buy it all. Right. Like, there's just so much. So uh, a platform like Spotify works because a lot of music that might otherwise never be heard is heard now because you can kind of hear it under this umbrella of a subscription that you have almost kind of risk-free. Yeah. So you don't have to like, you know, be like, oh, should I buy this CD or should I not? I can just stream it and listen to it or you can just go back and make a playlist of the songs that you like and just play that over and over. Exactly. You know, so, um, but I and, think this helps the smaller artists like, and I don't think hopefully they realize, well, I think the smaller artists realize it. I just don't think the big ones like Taylor Swift who, who, who will pull their stuff from the Spotify catalog, realize what Spotify is doing, what they're able to do. Yeah. Um, and one thing I appreciate about Spotify and I have, um, quote unquote discovered, artists for myself you know like for me i don't i don't listen to the radio mm-hmm. uh and uh i have found out about artists basically through the internet mm-hmm. and with spotify i've you know with that discover weekly list yeah i've become fans of artists that you know um i've introduced to ben and mm-hmm. ben is under the same weight with me and uh, I've gone to see these people live. Like I found out about King <laughs> through Spotify um, and, um, and all cows eat grass, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, and, and then there's also the feature on Spotify where they'll tell you if they're, if you, if that artist is coming to your town anytime <laughs> soon. So uh, it says even ticket sales have been boosted. Yeah. And that's all, that's all Spotify. Like that's, Every it's like they just continue to like improve the platform. Like it started as just streaming music, and then they're like, "Oh well, let's make them playlists. Oh, let's tell them about concerts. Oh, let's like you can even buy merchandise. You can buy mer- yeah, like you can do everything on Spotify. You can buy the vinyl version of something if yeah. they have it. So or or a t shirt. Like how could you not like Spotify? <laughs> and they're always curating playlists, and and they have added uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have added uh, video. Mm-hmm. So they continue to expand um, and not they're not like overdoing it where you think like, okay, they're doing too much, Um, but they are. um, They're they're just expanding and they're all they're always looking for something, something new to to kind of push. And that's why that's why I enjoy that's why I prefer it really over. over Apple music. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's just fun. <laughs> it's just fun to use. And I could search for stuff that I never, um, 
uh, kind of search for stuff that I never thought I would be able to find anywhere else. You know, mm-hmm. I even found some artists. I'm, I'm trying, if I can remember what they are, remember the <laughs> old garageband.com? Yeah. Oh yeah. I found a lot of them. Yeah. On there. So, <laughs> uh, even those, some of those artists are on Spotify. Yeah. So, uh, it's just a fun service to use. And, you know, I'm not just saying that because I want them to sponsor us. I want the sponsors <laughs> anyway, but, uh, I mean, I think he deserves to be in the number one spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't really heard of any of these other people that are. Who else is on there? Um, Lucian Grange, who is the chairman CEO of Universal. Nope, never heard of him. Michael Rapino, the CEO of Live Nation. I've heard of him just because I've I've looked into Live Nation before. Uh, tied for fourth is Eddie Q, who is the senior VP of Internet and Software Services with Apple, and Jimmy Iovine. Okay, I know Jimmy Iovine. Okay. Um. <clears throat> And Robert Kondurk, they're they're I guess they all work together because they're they're all part of Apple. Okay. Uh, Rob Stringer, the chairman CEO of Columbia. Irvin Azoff, the chairman CEO of Azoff MSG Entertainment. Martin Bandier, the chairman CEO of Sony. Stephen Cooper, CEO of Warner Music Group. Uh, Rob Light, uh, who is the manager managing director at CAA. Uh, tie, well, we're also with Daryl Eaton, Mitch Rose, and Rick Roskin. They're all with CEA. Uh, Doug Morris, CEO of Sony. All these people sound very rich. <laughs> CEOs. CEOs. Gotta get that CEO money. Let's <laughs> um, see if there's a name that looks familiar for me to me. Other, Well, Jimmy Iovine, but other than that, um, um, Alan Shapiro, CEO of Dick Clark Productions. Name sounds familiar. Um, I know I saw L.A. Reid's name on here. Mm, I didn't think he was still that big and a big of a player. Well, he's the chairman and CEO of Epic Records. Oh, Epic. Oh, okay. Um, nobody else is really looking <laughs> familiar. I mean, these are people who are like CEOs, presidents. Yeah directors, you know, you're not going to see artists on here. I mean, got this, and, and whatever you go through, go to, to consume music, like they have the CEO of Vivo on here. Oh. Um, the CEO of, uh, snap. Is this like Snapchat? Mm. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> So even they're uh, power players in the music industry. Interesting. Uh, so basically, these are the the big people in the in the music industry. Well, not necessarily in the music industry, but they have an impact on the music industry. Yeah. Okay. So you guys can check that out. It's the Billboard 2017 Power 100, and uh, the CEO of Spotify is number one. Um, what else do we have here? Uh, Macklemore or Macklemore. I'm not sure how it's pronounced exactly, but, um, uh, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, their album, these unruly mess I've made. Is yeah. that the name of it? I think that one had downtown on it, right? Yeah. Okay. They did not submit, uh, their album to, for Grammy consideration. Let me see if I can get the, um, I didn't know you had to do that. I thought, 
if it was released, it could, you know, be nominated. So that's interesting. Okay. Uh, this is from the AP. Um, they didn't submit their, uh, let's see, I'm trying to see if there's a reason why, but they did win the Grammy for best rap album, uh, for the heist, okay. which was controversial because it beat good, good kid, mad city. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. They also won best new artist that year. Um, Okay. Yeah, I see this one here. Are you looking at the MTV.com or are the uh, the uh, MSN? Mm. Um. So did that did that album even do well though? This unruly mess. No, uh, it only is only sold three hundred eighty two thousand. So it's not even gold. Uh, it didn't do well in the streaming platforms other than the song downtown, mm-hmm. which uh, peaked at number 12 on the hot 100. Mm-hmm. Um, and the high sold 4 million. So to make a comparison there, yeah. so maybe they sold it. I mean, they didn't submit it because it wasn't as successful as maybe they hoped it would be. You know, it's hard to follow up. Um, it's hard to follow up an album like the heist. Mm-hmm. Uh, because as and maybe, maybe we'll do an episode about it one day. <laughs> well, it says here, he says that, um, Macklemore says he had an unfair advantage due to race at the Grammys. Yeah. I mean, he's even on, uh, there was a song that he did on this unruly rest, this unruly mess I've made. Mm-hmm. He made a song called white privilege too, mm-hmm. to where he raps about how he is, uh, how he, he he is privileged is like him being aware of it and he even you know calls out Nikki um Iggy Azalea mm-hmm. for appropriating black culture <laughs> um so i think he's he has a uh they have they both have a sense of self awareness yeah uh which i don't think is appreciated yeah i like in him. in hip hop and I think yeah. he's a better rapper than he he gets credit for. And I do think because he doesn't rap about normal rap, you know, things like going to the club and and big booty women and things like that. I think a lot of people just don't take him as serious because he's out there rapping about social issues, which is what hip hop kind of used to be. But it's like now it's just kind of like you know, like no. No one wants to hear that. So it's like, you know, I mean, I think people didn't take him seriously. I mean, look at thrift shop. Well, that uh, he, too, he, yeah. he made a song about buying clothes at the Goodwill, <laughs> but then he followed it. Well, he followed it up with a braggadocious song. So never mind. He didn't get socially conscious until what? Um, the song about being gay or whatever. Yeah. With, uh, same uh, love. Same love. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. What am I saying? So he does make silly songs. What am I saying? <laughs> Before the heist, a lot of his songs were silly. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I heard before the heist, I heard like White Walls. I heard that song. Yeah. Um, that's on the heist. That's on the heist. The song he did with Schoolboy Q. Not White Walls. It was something else then. Yeah, that's the song he did with Schoolboy Q. There's another song I'm thinking of he did that I heard before the heist. Um, I don't know. But he, um, I like I like Ryan Luce's production because they he does some different yeah. things. Um, not every song sounds 
too similar to the previous one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, uh, it's kind of a, maybe a double edge thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. One, okay. This is a white rapper and he had all the success. Mm-hmm. And two, it's hard to duplicate success in, mm-hmm. if you're a rapper. It Especially really if is. you wait that long. Cause he, they waited over a year, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Like over a year is too long in yeah, rap. That's way long. If you're a pop artist, you can wait two, three, five, yeah. seven years. In um, rap, you can't do it. Yeah. Gotta stay relevant. Because <laughs> you're supposed to have rhymes for days. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be able to freestyle on demand. And he also didn't really have a lot of, well, he had Schoolboy Q, but did he have any other like big guests, like rappers on that first album? Well, not um, first, because that was not his first album. No, I don't well, want to stink on, on just, him. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was the it was the first one where they're credited as Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Yeah. Um, on the heist, he had uh, Schoolboy Q and Absol, and I don't know if '84 Fly is a rapper. Like a lot of these people are indie artists yeah, that they knew. Up. Yeah, he just brought them up. Um. Like a Ray Dalton or yeah. Wands or Buffalo Madonna. I don't I Ray don't Dalton know who they are. Mary Lambert. Yeah. Who Alan got a deal out of it. <laughs> I don't yeah. I don't know who everyone is, but with that it's a it was a they were completely independent. Yeah. Right. And so they had the freedom to work with whoever they wanted. Mm-hmm. Um and then on the second album, who were they working with? Uh um they tried to work with the people that they wanted, uh, <laughs> but I mean, they, there are more familiar names, Yeah, but they're, I guess they may have had too many old school rappers cause they had Grandmaster Cass and Melly Mel oh, wow. and Kumo D <laughs> on downtown. Oh, yeah. I forgot Kumo D was on there. Uh, they also were with KRS one, uh, but they have a song with YG. They have a song with Chance the Rapper. We can probably relate. <laughs> so, uh, and they have another song with Anderson Pack, but I know, but I think part of it is that, okay, you know, it's these white guys appropriating black culture and then, um, even addressing the, um, and then, then being self-aware about it. Uh, maybe it's not gonna, it wasn't going to happen this time. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what's next for them. Their their run may be over. I hope not. I, I I didn't like downtown, but I did like a few of the tracks on the heist. So hopefully, maybe you can get on somebody's um, maybe get on somebody's record and you know <laughs> blow up. Um, he's better than G Easy. I'll say that much. <laughs> I mean, if you if you talk about white rappers, he's much better than G Easy. <laughs> All right. Um, what was another one I wanted to look at? Uh, so when I mentioned this, Ben's immediate response was, I didn't know she was still making music. <laughs> Aretha Franklin is retiring. She is making one more album and then she is calling it a career. Uh, let me see if I can find the the article I saw this one. It may have, I may have seen it on Rolling Stone. I saw it on Reddit. Um I see a lot of things on Reddit, but 
Yeah, that was to me that was a little weird. <laughs> um, because I mean, how old is she now? She's she's seventy four. I think it's about time to call it quits. <laughs> um, yeah, she told a Detroit TV station. WDIV Local 4 that she planned to record an album for release this September and uh, it will feature production from Stevie Wonder Hmm. and it will be an ode to Detroit it will be composed of original works and recorded in the Motor City so um, she will be um, that's what she'll be recording it and uh, it's (laughs) She says, I feel very, very enriched and satisfied with respect to where my career came from and where it is now. I'll be pretty much satisfied, but I'm not going to go anywhere and just sit down and do nothing. That wouldn't be good either. So there is a caveat. She will remain open to some select things, maybe one a month for six months out of the year. So she'll Mm -hmm. do a couple of shows here and there. Possibly. So, so she sounds basically like an old person that retires, but doesn't want to retire. <laughs> so kind of like, still there. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like the, with the golfers, they retire from the PGA tour, but they have the senior PGA tour. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> you're not really retired. Okay. So we'll still see her around, but, um, I think, uh, like she's had a, well, she's had an extraordinary career. I mean, she's yeah. the first woman inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as, and then you see her on, I don't know. It's probably not true. I feel like every time the Kennedy honors, it comes up. <laughs> she's performing on that. <laughs> like she keeps getting honored there all the time. Um, uh, and she's all, she's already part of a, a meme. I don't know if you've seen it um, where she did. Uh, there was a performance where she she covered Adele's "Rolling in the Deep." Really? Don't focus on her. Focus on um, Sissy Houston, Whitney's mother, mm-hmm. singing background vocals <laughs> uh-huh. and not really knowing the words. Oh, okay. I want to see this now. <laughs> I haven't. I didn't see this performance. Uh, I, I'm not sure if it was on like one of the late night shows or mm-hmm. or, or some kind of Kennedy Honor special yeah. or something <laughs> like that. I feel like it might have been. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's interesting that Aretha Franklin wanted to do that song because yeah. she did, because she wanted to cover some of her favorite songs. But the focus is on Sissy Houston in the background, like just being like, hmm. just not knowing the words to just trying to push through. Really it. It's really, now. it's really funny and awkward. Um, I didn't know she liked that song. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um, I guess last but not least uh, will be part of our, our main topic. But um, and you might hear some dogs barking. <laughs> Someone's here. <laughs> um, there will be tribute segments for the Grammys uh, for George Michael and Prince. Mm-hmm. Um. Who was one person? I mean, I don't know who's going to be part of these segments. I haven't looked at it at all. But who do you think would, um, like we saw, I think, with the BET Awards or maybe the Billboard Awards. Mm-hmm. I know Janelle Monet was part of the, a Prince yeah. tribute. Um, who do you think would, and I'm like, put like this, who I think would be part of like either of those segments. 
I feel like Adam Lambert is going to be part of the George <laughs> Michael segment. I could see that. For, unfortunately, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of dumb. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, Who's a gay singer? Hmm. Gay singer with a big voice. Oh, well, if not him, then Sam Smith. Oh. So they expect the Academy to be very stereotypical or whoever makes these selections. <laughs> um, but you yeah. know what? It, I could actually see Sam Smith because he's British as well. I could see that happening. Another Brit- gay British singer. Get him up there. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I could totally see that. Maybe Sam Smith, though, might have the wherewithal to be like, no. No, no. <laughs> just <laughs> and if Andrew Ridgely isn't there, y'all are just being disrespectful. I mean, I know he was the other dude in Wham. You probably didn't even know his name was Andrew Ridgely. I forget it every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if he's not a part of it, if there's no, sh- if there's not at least a shot of him in the audience, I think that's being disrespectful. We'll find out if the Grammys are petty. Yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> I'm betting on petty. Oh God. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I hope to God it's not just another gay singer, like another gay yeah male that, singer. That'd be that's too easy. I think that would be kind of that. That would be stereotypical and a little disrespectful. Yeah. Um, who do you think would be part of the are part of the Prince segment? Now you've had like you y'all have had like nine months now mm-hmm. to to get something together because um. A lot like nobody liked the billboard um, perform or whichever one that Madonna performed at. Yeah. Because she did nothing compares to you, but it sounded just like the Sinead O'Connor version. Yeah. Um, I, would, and I think with any of the other tributes, people just weren't happy with it. Yeah. I mean, I would love to hear. I love to see Lady Gaga do a Bowie tribute. I would love to hear. Um, although I don't, this wouldn't really bring I, down what there. Well, See, I didn't see an, a Bowie tribute happening because I thought that may have happened last year. Did it happen last year? Uh, you know what? No, you make no good point. I, di- I think it did because the Grammys. He died pretty early in the it year. It was in he? January. He died in January. Yeah. I think. Okay. So then I could see. Would they bring Lady Gaga out for a Prince tribute? I don't know. I mean, they're both eccentric performers, but not quite the same. Um, I would love to hear John Legend do "How Come You Don't Call Me No More." Or really any of the slow down print songs. I don't know if they'd have them do it. Um, they probably might get Alicia Keys for that because she actually yeah. put that on her album. I would love to hear, and this is totally because I heard the stand up, get Jamie Foxx out there. <laughs> Jamie Foxx <laughs> did an incredible Prince impression. Um, have him sing some Prince. Like, that'd be awesome. Or, I mean, they could have artists that he, because he, he wrote for a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you had Moore's Day in the time, mm-hmm. if if they just made it like totally Minnesota, yeah, mm-hmm. that that would be that would be amazing. Have Moore's Day in the time, have Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis out there, um, have Shaka Khan, yeah, um, that'd be good. Uh, trying to think of who else, <laughs> who else did he actually? Right, I mean, I mean, Shaka Khan or Rufus as well. Would you have the rest of Rufus? Well. See, because he, um, did, he didn't write anything for Rufus, did he? No, okay. but one of her biggest hits is "I Feel for You," which yeah. is a cover of Prince. Yeah. And on a couple of her like other later, or a couple of her later albums, she covered a couple more Prince songs. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't think Rufus would be out there. I just want to see them play together. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it's like, hey, well, let's have Rufus too, you know, have them be part of it. I don't think that would be a problem. I'm sure they'd love to check. <laughs> or if they just went really deep. Maybe they get Sinead O'Connor out there. <laughs> have we forgiven her uh, yet for the SNL debacle? I really don't think anybody. These people got they got they got long memories, man. Like that's the chick that taught the picture of the Pope. Like, um, or uh, well, probably I like they're not going to bring out like Martika. <laughs> oh God! Okay, now I've gone too far. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, okay, we won't have vanity uh, for uh, clearly, I was but to Apollonia. Yeah, is Apollonia going to be out there? Okay, I'm rooting for Moore's Day at a time and uh and, and Jimmy Jim and Terry Lewis, maybe Janet Jackson will be part of it. Mm-hmm. Um and uh and Shaka Khan. I would like that. But if they went like okay, have John Legend or you know, or Alicia Keys, just Make just just do it right. Just make it like good, okay? Yeah. But I still feel like people aren't going to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> like with the with the trivies, there's always going to be a lot of people mad. Um, that's why I haven't. I'm just going to stay off Twitter uh, for that. <laughs> um, and then for George Michael, uh, man, I. F- I don't want it to be, but I feel it's going to be like Sam Smith or Adam Lambert. Yeah. And it's just so dumb. Um, or, or Limp Biscuit. Faith. <laughs> uh, I'm sure they could use the exposure. They're not doing anything. <laughs> well, it's out. just going to be Fred Durst. Everybody else is gone. Just get him out there. I mean, it, me, I mean, what I, I mean by that is it'll, it'll still be Fred Durst, but we won't recognize any of the other people. We won't care. <laughs> like the guy who, um, who's it? Wes Borland. Yeah. I think, well, I don't, I don't know if they're still together or not, but if not, then I yeah, know he's not, he's not in the band anymore. It's going to be Limp Biscuit and some dudes. All right. Fred Durst and some dudes. And they're not going to have, uh, their DJ who's the DJ, DJ for Lethal. House of Pain. Yeah. DJ Lethal. Yeah. They had, um, they had Buckethead at one point. He was just bouncing around, man. He played for them. He played for, Guns and Roses. He's just no. He, he, mm. Have guitar will travel like. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's yeah. That would be funny. If it was a biscuit. Oh, it'd, be, it'd be awesome, dude. Just kind of <laughs> and paying and, tribute to George Michael, and no one would know who they were. Please welcome Limp Biscuit. <laughs> well, I guess it would be nice. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Oh yeah, because then he also has to, you know, in with the get the fuck up. Like he has to do that on the Grammys <laughs> and just bleep it out. You got seven seconds. <laughs> oh man, okay. Um, that's gonna do it for our music news segment. Uh, so let's get right to it, Ben. What's your aroma of the week? Have we ever done any? Have any of us ever, either one of us, ever repeated an artist before? Because I'm about to repeat an artist. Uh, I think I have. Okay, um, it's Mariana Trench. The name of the song is Vertigo. Um, the, I've been playing a lot more guitar this week. And by a lot more guitar is I actually started playing guitar again. Like I hadn't forgotten, but I just started playing it more. And this is a really fun song to play. It's very heavy. 
It's very just aggressive. It's from their first album. They, they don't sound like this anymore. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, make sure nothing else is playing here before. Okay, here we go. All right. So, Mariana's Trench, and this song is called Vertigo. I'm going to add it to the playlist here so I don't forget. And it is from their said their first album, which is called Fix Me. Fix Me. Yeah. And we will be right back. Vertigo by Mariana's Trench from their debut album Fix Me. Um, so yeah, that's <laughs> I, I, did, that I was trying to think of something else to say there, but yeah, um, that's on our BTTYHT Your Orange playlist on Spotify, and that is song 53. Oh. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, well, I was trying to, um, you know, with our uh, rules for the indie Instagrammer of the week, <laughs> um, our indie Instagrammer of the week, we've actually already had him as a guest. Uh, it'll be Hawk, <laughs> Hawk Jones, Brandon, aka Hawk Jones. Um, trying to think of something that we could play. Um, I'm going to pull up his YouTube channel. Really quick. Um, make sure nothing's still playing. Okay. Um, well, I pull up his YouTube channel, which is uh, youtube.com slash beats by Hawk. Um, let's see what we could play here. Um, 
Have you listened to any of his stuff? I have not. So oh. I hope I like it. <laughs> uh, I'm sure I will. He's got a good. He's got good taste in music. Let's see what we could play here. Well, um, I've heard a couple of these. Okay. So maybe. Well. Hmm. Well, it'll be the first time you're hearing it. <laughs> so that's kind of how we want to play the game here. Uh, so what we'll play here is. Um, I'll play his most recent one here. Uh, Well, let's see if this is a song that will play this one. Okay. If you played the game Mass Effect. Mm -mm. Okay. Um, As he may have mentioned in previous episodes, a lot of his music is um, uh, he's inspired by video games. Okay. (laughs) So, He said that he had Mass Effect in mind with this one. This is called The Final Frontier. Boom shakalaka! That's the intro to the game. (laughs) Sounds big. Like very big. Does he rap to it or does he just make beats? He just makes beats. Okay. He, he, he sings sometimes. Okay. This kind of reminds me of, um, this is kind of, I don't want to say trip hop-ish, but like, are you familiar with M83? Yeah. That's what this kind of reminds me of. Yeah. I was expecting straight hip hop. This is kind of cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. This definitely has like really nice EDM vibes. Like, just. Uh... Now I want to throw a saxophone in there. I don't know why. <laughs> saxophone? Yeah, just because I've, I've been hearing a lot of EDM music with saxophone in it lately. I guess I should check out Mass Effects to see if I get the the relation. But um, nah, that's it. That it sounds huge. Like in the beginning, it sounded like it, it made me think of um, uh, God. It's, I think it's Champion by Kanye West. It's like Kanye and Gucci Mane and yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. That's what it made me think of at first. Then when it came in, it made me think of M eighty three and and bands of the like. Like it, it didn't make me think of hip hop. Also, I've um. Uh, Kavinsky mm-hmm. from the uh, I know he's from the on the drive soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of made me think of that too. Yeah. So yeah, um, that is the Final Frontier. I played that right from his YouTube channel, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's on iTunes. 
Nice. Also, so uh, search for Hawk Jones on iTunes, and um, he is on Instagram at Hawk underscore Jones underscore the underscore great. <laughs> so without the underscores, might have already been taken. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, it's kind of weird that I hadn't played any of his music, uh, and he's been on our show twice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd played Eric's music before. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Um, all right. So I, I wasn't, we, we didn't even talk about how we were going to do this yeah, second part. I was thinking but about that when we, yeah. <laughs> I think we'll just like go through the, I know, I know we wanted to go through the, the, the big four, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The and big then make our picks, make our picks and then have a category that it's interested a us. Yeah. All right. So we'll just start with this. Uh, um also we, I mentioned um like your picks and who, like who you who you um who you want to win who you think is going to win kind of like the guy who did the voting <laughs> he was like this oh, is yeah, what I voted yeah. for but they ain't going to win um so we can get the nominees up here we go all right so uh which well whichever one you want to start with of the big 4 We'll just start there, whichever one you want. Well, the big one, the album of the year, that's the biggest. All right, you want to start, you want to start with album of the year? Yeah, I'm down. Okay, so album of the year, um, for those who are who have not looked at all, um, <laughs> the nominees are 25 by Adele, Lemonade by Beyonce, Purpose by Justin Bieber, Views by Drake, and A Sailor's Guide to Earth by Sturgill Simpson. Uh, so, uh, big... Um, like for the biggest pop albums of the year. And then the wild card mm-hmm. Sturgill Simpson. Um, who is your pick and why? I would like views to win. Um, basically because Drake's never been nominated for this. If I remember correctly. And I feel that this album is really a culmination of his efforts. Like, over Oh, the and so we can play some music while yeah. we do this. What's a standout track to you on views? Um, too good, too good. Featuring yeah. Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Anything he does with Rihanna, I think is good. Um, as a matter of fact, this I want to think this is probably the song that made me pay attention to this record. <laughs> was this song? Um, but it's a solid record for one. And then on top of that, um, since he's never gotten this award before, I feel like this is one of those. All right, well, we've ignored you for your last however many albums you've put out. Uh, this is what three. Oh, this is well. This is his. Fourth, no, this right? is this is. He's, he's got more than that. Because he had take. Well, the first one was um. Thank me later. Just thank me later. Take care. He had take care. Then he had, um, by the time. <laughs> if, you're if you're reading, reading this, this is too late. late. Was say, nothing was the same. This, nothing was the same. That's so that's four. Yeah, and now views. Uh, you can count what a time to be alive. The one with future. Yeah. So, like, and those records were pretty good. I mean, like, you know, they were good. So I kind of feel like it should be his time. Now that's not who I think is gonna win, but I think that's I think that's who should win. I think View should win. Uh, looking at the nominees, um, I kind of agreed with what that uh, that writer said about. Um, I'm trying to remember. Did they say they said that 25 will not would, win? They said they said lemonade. They said lemonade because yeah. of its political overtones. Right. Um, which is what I actually went with. What I, that's what I think will win. Um, 
I think uh, I kind of agree with you. I would pick views to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I would actually have like Justin Bieber's purpose second. Yeah, that's that was second for me as uh, far as my picks. I I think purpose was his. It's his most complete project. And it's his. It's his. Would you say maybe reclamation project? Yeah. Like after um, you, you were a douche and now you're not. We <laughs> like you again. <laughs> um, uh, journals. The one before the R&B, purpose the straight R&B that record. I don't know if he's disowned it. I think his fans have disowned it, or maybe don't even know There's that it was even like existed. Uh, that was, I think, that went over his fans' head. Oh, I, I think it was more of a combination of what that was and his and the stuff before that yeah. was on purpose. And then he worked with. Um, well, he, he had that tropical house sound that yeah, people seem to like so much. You know, he worked with Diplo and Skrillex, and um, you know, it kind of, I, yeah, it was, it was kind of a, it was more focused than what Journals was. Mm-hmm. I think Journals was all over the place, yeah. and he's working with artists that maybe his fans, Outside of his genre, yeah, may not be able like, to. I think it's music with. he liked, but his fans are like. What? Who's yeah. Future? Like, <laughs> could you do a song with Future? Like, um, yeah. So, but so, no, yeah. I think yeah, Purpose with Death is a, and it's a close second. Um, and the only reason I would give the nod to Drake over over um, over Justin Bieber is just really Drake's history, as far as what he's done and not being recognized and like, all right, kind of like when um, God, who was it? They got got an Oscar after like so long of not getting an Oscar. It was kind of like all right, Randy Newman, huh? Oh, are you talking about an actor or yeah? A music, I'm trying to think. I want to think it was Jack Nicholson, but I think no, Martin Scorsese. 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 Yeah. Like for like, you've made all these great movies, and we're gonna finally give you an Oscar. And it, what was the movie he got? Because it wasn't even his this best was movie. The, the Departed. Party, yeah, which was a great film, by the way, but not his best. Like he's done better. <laughs> But at this point, it's just like, all right, we've overlooked this guy so long. We just we just give him something. What do you do this yeah. year? The Departed. How, how was it? Uh, yeah. It, I him. mean, it won Best Picture. Yeah. But and I liked it. I'm not crapping. Yeah, on the I think it was. I yeah. I agree. It's a it's a, it was a good movie. But <laughs> his best ones are you know you look at Raging Bull yeah. or Taxi Driver. Um, just know, just overlooked like all these years. Like we got to give him something. Um, so at this point, it's like, all right, Drake's done, which I do believe views is probably next to, um, not nothing was the same, but if you're reading, this is too late. I thought that, I think that's his best album. If you're reading, this is too, too late. late. What was yeah. uh, What do he have on that one? That had, uh, energy mm-hmm. that had, um, that had, um, that had know yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I keep, th- I keep singing energy as I try to think of the songs. <laughs> I keep seeing this um, energy in my head because it has that, that like uh, um, one shot for if you want us to play rewind. Um, God, what else was on that album? Why can I think of it? <laughs> Those are the only two songs, and I didn't listen to. If you're reading this, it's too late. Yeah, I I couldn't help but listen to it because um, where I was working at the time, everyone was listening to it, so like I had no <laughs> choice but to hear it. Um, and I was like, I was like, all right, this is um, this isn't bad. Um, let me see if you're reading this is too late. Okay. So on that one, of course you had energy. Um, know yourself. Where is the track listing? Come on, Wikipedia. I know you got it. 
question. I guess they don't want to give me the track listing. Wikipedia has been weird. There were other songs on there that I cannot remember the name of right now. Um, oh, here we go. Track listing. So, yeah, of course, you had Energy. You had uh, Know Yourself. You had uh, Six God. You had... Um, Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong album. Then this is not. These are not the songs I was thinking. Of. Nothing. Nothing was the same. Had started from the bottom yeah. and worst behavior and hold on, we're going home. Yeah. Uh, I might have been thinking of the wrong album, but anyway, I still stand by it. Views should okay. win, <laughs> but it's probably going to be Lemonade. <laughs> All right. So, um, I kind I kind of agree with that. I think Lemonade will win, but it would be nice to see Views win. But you know why it might he might not win. How is Drake going to win album of the year before Kanye? That And see, that's another thing. Um, Life of Pablo next, was not nominated for album of yeah. the year, but it would be, um, it would be interesting to see Drake win the award before Kanye does. Khaled said it. He got a bigger pool than yay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in my opinion, the next, like if Kanye were to get an album of the year Grammy, it's going to be a makeup gram. It's going to be one of those. All right. We, sorry. We didn't give it to you for 808s and heartbreaks. Sorry, no, we sorry. We didn't give it to you for graduation or late registration. Or my dark, my beautiful dark twisted yeah. fantasy. Like it's going to be sorry. We didn't give it to you for these. Um, hell, I mean, 808s and heartbreaks was even nominated. Was it? No, not for his, album of the year. That was his most daring album. Like, I mean, like, I know yeah. you're not supposed to give Grammys based on like, you know, what's the most daring or the most. And because because I would say because of 808s and heartbreak, Drake can make views. Yeah. Like that was such a, that was, I don't want to say it was ahead of its time, but it was like, it was, you didn't expect it. <laughs> like you definitely didn't expect it. So yeah. Um, okay. So we're both, we will both pick views, but we both also think lemonade will win. Um, okay. Uh, song of the year. Oh, you know where I'm going on this one. Song of the year. All right. We got formation. We have uh, that's Beyonce for if you didn't know yet. Uh, hello from Adele. Oh, hello to you too. <laughs> <laughs> I took a pill in Ibiza by Mike Posner. Love yourself by Justin Bieber and Seven Years by Lucas Graham. Mm-hmm. You're picking Seven Years, aren't you? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh yes. One of the best songs in years. Yes, Seven Years. All right. So why why this song? And while I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it while you speak yeah. of why. Well, there's no true hook to it for one, <laughs> um, which doesn't bother me because it's written, it's written, it's written in a catchy enough, um, it's written in a catchy enough fashion to where you don't need a, a refrain. Like you can just like the whole song is memorable. It's a story. It tells a story, which I love. I'm a sucker for a good story. It tells a story very well. It's, and it was it's kind of a creative concept. I think the. The art of the storytelling song is kind of lost nowadays because everyone's, you know, trying to, you know, sing about, you know, love and, you know, the club and things like that. Not necessarily love in this club, but just like, you know, love and clubs and relationships and things like that. And he's 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 singing about growing up and he's just telling the story, you know, I, I love it. It's, and it's to me, it's very descriptive. Like I could sing it like this line right here. Like that to me, that's like. I don't know. Like I just saw this like Swedish dude, <laughs> you know, smoking herb and drinking burning liquor, like drinking some vodka, you know. And it's I don't know. Like it just speaks to me. I just th- I think it's I don't know. It's a beautiful song. From the second I heard it, I was hooked. All right. Uh, now that's your pick to win. Do you think they will win? No. 
Who do you think will win? I think Formation will win. For the same reasons the Grammy voter mentioned. Like, it's, it, it's very... It's in your face. Unapologetic. Just like the entire album. Um... So yeah, that's that's what I think is gonna win, formation. Okay. Um. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it has that in the in the background. Yeah. Uh, my pick for song of the year uh, is "I Took a Pill in Ibiza." Which would Ibiza be, would be second for me too. That's a good song. And I'm gonna play the original acoustic version. It's the only version I knew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I still don't like the electronic version. I kind of like it. Yeah. But I think it, that that remix was made and pushed because of what his first album sounded mm-hmm. like. Yeah, this and I really I'm a I'm a big believer of the way in which you um, arrange a song, produce a song and ultimately put it out. To me, it gives it a different vibe. So like this song to me, it's very introspective. Like I feel like he's kind of talking about like, all right, since I've last seen you. These are some of the things I've done, and this yeah. is what I've become. Versus when you hear the electronic version of it, it's just like, oh, he took a pill in a beast to get high. <laughs> like when this is like a really deep song. It's, yeah, it's one of those songs to where the remix kind of. Yeah, you lose the meaning. Yeah, it kind of cancels out <laughs> what the song is supposed to be. Because all about. you hear is like, I took a pill to, to impress Avicii. But when you listen to it here, you're like, oh man, like he took a pill to impress another big DJ just to be cool. Like and now he's trying to fit in in Hollywood, and it's just like he's not but, doing it. Yeah, but now he's you know, um, it's he's kind of trying to find himself. Yeah, uh, he was dealing with some stuff in his own family. Mm-hmm. Um, he can't stay in a relationship. <laughs> you know, what this reminds me of, as a matter of fact, only God knows why by Kid Rock. And this is much easier to deal with than <laughs> anything Kid Rock has done. That's what this reminds me of. And was there just, was there was no auto tune. No, either. But it, just, it reminds me of that, like, you know, like very self reflective song. So this is the only version I can listen to, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Um, and I see that he will be in at Variety Playhouse in April. Nice. Um, but yeah, I I do think I think Formation is going to win. Um, and that will give a uh, that would be a Grammy for one half of Ray Shremmer. Mm-hmm. Um and a whole lot of other people too. <laughs> yeah, I think it may turn out to be Beyonce's night. Um, I think just because it might be this might be a makeup award for her, even though when she didn't win, maybe yeah she didn't necessarily um earn it, but. <laughs> Um, like that, like that writer said, you know, a lot of her songs are devoid of melody right now. Yeah, they are. Um, so, uh, okay. Now song, we were talking about song of the year mm-hmm. that goes to the songwriter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now record of the year mm-hmm. goes to the, it's the artist and the producer, right? I believe so. Yeah. All right. So record of the year. Uh, hello from Adele again. Uh, <laughs> uh, Formation by Beyonce. Seven Years by Lucas Graham. Work for Rihanna featuring Drake. And Stressed Out by 21 Pilots. Seven years. <laughs> I wanted to win both. It's, it's just a killer track, but I don't think it's going to win. So 
to pig, kind of piggyback off of you thinking it's going to be Beyonce's night, I think they're going to split this award. I think I think she's going to take home Hello. Um, for so Hello's, you think Hello's going to win? Yeah, for the kind of stripped down approach to this song because Formation is like Formation's overproduced. Let's just be real. Formation like is a very overproduced pop song, whereas like Hello, like it uses arrangement and production to kind of build tension. So and I think they're going to I think they're going to give it to that. So they're going to be like, well, while the song itself is simple, um, it has a better it's a simple song, but it uses good production and arrangement to build what it should be, what the song should be. So I think that's where they're going to give it record of the year rather than song of the year. I think it's going to I think I think Hello would win um, because we have to give Adele something before yeah, she takes this exactly. 10 year break. <laughs> that too, and that's why I, I was like, it can't be all Beyonce because when are we going to have another chance? Like we, we know Beyonce in another year will release. She's going to put out something else. Adele has already told you I'm going into hiding, <laughs> you know, prepare, you know, accordingly. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I would, I'm picking Adele and I, I think she is going to win. Um, I mean, seven years is cool and all. I gotta love that song. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, there's nothing, you know, nothing complicated about the song. Very simple chord progression, but just. I still agree with that atmosphere. voter who said it sounds like the fourth single from no, her last does. album. <laughs> it does. I agree. Um, there were better songs on 24. Or not 24, 21. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it, it's still a good song, but I think other things are playing into why it will win. Yeah. Um, as we've mentioned, listen to our other archive shows mm-hmm. and you'll know. And those vocals, crisp. Like so crisp. Like it's yeah. It's a it's a really nicely produced song. So Alright, so um and now also from the big four uh, the Kiss of Death. I mean, uh, Best New Artist. <laughs> so, we have Kelsey Ballerini, The Chainsmokers, Chance the Rapper, Marin Morris, and Anderson Pack. Now, before you make your pick, let's do it like this. Who you think should win as far as actually being the Best New Artist, mm-hmm. and who you want to win because you think the award is cursed? Oh, <laughs> Um, I think Chance the Rapper has been the best new artist in my opinion. Um, I don't really know who the first person is, and I don't want the Chainsmokers to go away, but maybe they should, because <laughs> I kind of like them. But I mean, like I agree, they're they are kind of becoming the Nickelback of EDM, and I don't mind that at all. But like, how how long can they continue to do this, man? <laughs> like, all right, let's do it like this. Let's take let's let's look look at these artists that we're not familiar with. Um, Kelsey Ballerini, she has a song. It's her most played song on Spotify. Is Peter Pan? Someone who played Peter Pan. Hey, look. Hey, man. Oh, dude. I don't know why she sounds like she should be from American Idol. <laughs> like that's she just sounds like she should be. Uh, so let's play it and see how it sounds. Oh no! Does she have '80s Mercedes? Is that her? That's the other girl. Okay, I'm getting them mixed up. This song sounds the same, though. Like, so she pop or country or, or country pop? Country pop. Okay. 
I blame Taylor Swift because they are trying to find the next her so hard. They thought it was going to be Casey Musgraves, but Casey Musgraves wanted nothing to do with that life. It's not bad. This isn't bad, actually. I might, I might add this to the playlist. <clears throat> so, letting you guys get a listen of that. That's Kelsey Ballerini. Now, um, Maren Morris. That's who. Um, now, this is 80s Mercedes, which I'm not familiar with. Yeah, Matt introduced me to this song. I, I think he did, or either I heard it on something. I don't know. See, I would have never known she'd be nominated for this award because I didn't think this was a big, a big single. But she has more of a, almost like a, well, I don't want to say Florida Georgia line because that's like the douchebag sound. But like, it's like a, it's like country with more like loops and things in it. And yeah, yeah. Uh, for those who are fans of Maren Moore, she will be at the Georgia Theater in Athens on February 18th. That could be a good show. I'm sure a lot of college kids will go. This is also kind of Taylor Swifty. Oh no! Yes! Oh yes! I get that. I get that feeling from like every pop country artist, female artist that's under the age of 25. Like it's kinda, kinda that's what they're, they're trying so hard. Especially since she left, <laughs> they take they either take a new Taylor Swift or just come back Taylor Swift, come back and make another country album. Like they're they're looking hard because like, you can't invite Taylor Swift to the CMAs anymore. <laughs> she can't come in there playing. Um, yeah, it's definitely. Not, I mean, they had a well. That's another story of their issue with Beyonce. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, so. Well, we got to, uh, I'm going to play them just so people will understand. Um, so you're picking the chain smokers if you, if, the, so the award will still be like the, the, the yeah. so just they because, could be cursed. Just because eventually I, I get the feeling like they'll kill themselves out. Like they just, they'll do it to themselves. I think America eventually will get sick of their sound. Um, what's this song? This is chain smokers. Yeah, yeah. What's interesting with the chain smokers is that they released an EP, not an album. Hmm. Who's this on there? I've heard this song. I think this is all we know featuring Phoebe Ryan. Okay, yeah, I've heard this. Yeah, I don't think I like this one as much as the others. Um. Yeah, I wanted to play something else other than Don't Let Me Down and Closer. <laughs> um, I did like Setting Fires. That, that song's okay. That's yeah, not bad. Um, I still think Closer is their best, and I have to wonder if Halsley had anything to do with that, or Halsey had anything to do with that. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. But, um... You can kind of hear some of Closer in there. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, they'll just, they'll do it to themselves. <laughs> I don't know if they. I I wouldn't say they're the the nickel bag of EDM, but they might be the stock Aiken and Waterman of EDM. 
um, and uh, I mean, I think I've heard enough Anderson Pack on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and Chance too. And, he played and, it, yeah, and Chance. So, uh, we'll we'll Pat will um pass over those and just listen to it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Those guys are awesome. Um, okay, so uh, we've gone through the big four. So what is what's a, a a category that is interesting to you? Um well this mainly interests me because I started I just recently started getting into this band um the best metal performance. Um and a band that I I heard a lot about all the time Gojira. Um they're French. Um and they have a I forget the name of the record but they have a they're they're nominated for Silvera. Uh Is that that's the album? No, that's the um, single, Silvera. Okay. I can't think of the name of the album off the top of my head. I can probably look it up, though. Um, and I think they will win. They seem to have a lot of... Um, there's a lot of praise. Their album is them. called Magma. So we'll play Silvera, which they are nominated for. Plus, the name is awesome. Yeah. Um, while that plays, the others in this category, um, Shock Me by Baroness. Rotting in Vain by Corn, Dystopia by Megadeth, and The Price is Wrong, Bob. No, just The Price is Wrong <laughs> by Periphery. I hope to God Megadeth doesn't win it. I, I've I've come to I not feel like, like every time they stay. come out with something, they get nominated in this category. Yeah, I've come all to, they have to do is come out with something. I've come to dislike Dave Mustaine. Um, <laughs> like he's just he's such a. He's such a typical metalhead that thinks that um, anything that's not metal is inferior, and I don't like that. <laughs> like I, I'm friends with two metalheads in my life right now, and both of them have shown respect to other genres of music, and that's why I can remain friends with them. <laughs> but like for the most part, like I, I have a hard time listening to metal radio because they're like, "Yeah, listen to some real music." I'm like, "All right, all music's real music. Stop that." <laughs> so. But yeah, I think they will win just because of the amount of praise I've seen them getting, and this is just a really cool song. Um, everything I've heard from this album thus far has been really good. Thank you, Spotify, for suggesting them. Yeah. All right. The category that interests me is, um, I think this is this has had several names for this category. Uh, this year, it's Best Urban Contemporary Album. What, who, who, who's Which in the category? Hmm? <laughs> who's in the category? Basically, it, okay. Uh, that it was previously called urban alternative. Basically, mm-hmm. it's like black people doing music that isn't actually R and B. That doesn't sound R and B like it's supposed to be. But it's still black folks. Doing but it's it's black people making music. But it's still kind of okay. So in this category, we have Lemonade by Beyonce, mm-hmm. Ology by Gallant. We Are King by King, Malibu by Anderson Pack, and Anti by Rihanna. Hmm, they put Anti in there. Okay, okay. Um, this I think this would be. I mean, probably you can go by if if they're if the if an album is nominated for Album of the Year, mm-hmm. any other category that they're in. If they're not in it with any of the other nominees for Album of the Year, yeah, then it's going to win in that category. Mm. So. I think Lemonade is going to win. Yeah. But um I think it's going to be a closer vote than um than anticipated. Mm-hmm. Like 
I've listened to the, the other four albums in the category. Yeah. And they all have their own, um, that's like their own sound, their own like kind of niche, you know, it's, they all sound very different and they're all very good. Um, uh, ology by Kalant. It took him, I saw like a little video on him. It took him a long time to figure out what he, what he wanted to, what kind of music he wanted to make. Mm -hmm. Uh, cause he has a falsetto voice and that's where he sounds best. Yeah. But it's hard to sell someone on a falsetto voice for a whole album. <laughs> yeah. I think there was one like, um, it might've been like alpha cat on Instagram. He's like, I can listen to someone like seeing falsetto, like a little bit mm-hmm. on their song, but over a whole song, I, I can't do it. It's, much. it's, a bit much. <laughs> it's hard to sell. Um, but, uh, have you heard of Gallant? I have heard of him. I have not heard him though. Um, He's the one who he has a song called Weight and Gold. And have you played hold on, have you played Galant on one of your um earworms? On one of on our on our top songs of twenty sixteen. Okay, I knew that. I'd heard the name. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, he was on one of my earworms too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Weight and Gold is the his the single that he came out with, and it's hard to Well, like I say it's hard to sell a falsetto voice for a whole <laughs> album. But it's not like annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of albums like that. I know Lenny did it on one song. Lenny Kravitz did it on one song. Um, I also was going to make a statement. I think the Sturgill Simpson album is probably what kept Anti out of the best album, um, album of the year category, I think. It would have been too. It would have been too urban mm-hmm. because you have Adele, mm-hmm. whose song, whose music is it's R and B, it's soul. Yeah, Beyonce, and then Drake, mm-hmm. and then Justin Bieber, mm-hmm. all very urban. Yeah, that was the wild card, Sturgill. So yeah. we got to have somebody else in here. I think it was a coin flip between Sturgill Simpson and David Bowie. If they put in David Bowie, it would be them going back to okay, we got to put in someone who's already passed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they they flipped the coin and Sturgill Simpson happened to win. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the you know people like Galant and you know I we played Anderson Pack a few times on here, um, and King. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it has one two three. Yeah, I think Beyonce is going to win, but. I think it's nice to have these other four albums on here uh, with King releasing their album independently. Um, Anderson Pack really coming out of nowhere. Yeah. And Rihanna having one of her more complete albums. I think every album, all of her albums have really been that way. Mm-hmm. But um, like that voter said, her songs are more memorable mm-hmm. than Beyonce's are right well, I now. I think she's she improves every album. Yeah, this is by far I think her best album to date, next to not rated R. What was the what was the one that came out right after she um was with Chris Brown? Hold on, let me see. Um, Loud, no, there was mm-hmm. something before Loud. 
I think this though, by this is her best album, um, and unfortunately, it's you know not going to be recognized as it should be. But I mean, I'm pretty sure for them, uh, it's just like rated, rated R was right after yeah, Chris uh, Brown and then Loud. Talk, 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 and apologetic. I'm trying to think of. I'm just glad she took some time off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was come out with an album a year. I know Good Girl Gone Bad was her best pop record. Um, and rated yeah rated okay I think rated R is what I'm thinking of. Um, Russian Roulette where you turn rude boy. No, that's not what I'm thinking of. I'm trying to think of whatever had when she started working with David Guetta. That might have been loud. Dave, yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that was loud. I'm looking. Only girl in the world. I think that was David Guetta. Yeah. What's my name? S- okay. Yeah. California King Bed. Cheers. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, loud. So yeah, that's David Guetta and Stargate. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> um, when she really started because I think she did a little bit with Stargate. On um, I thought what's my girl name was them. Oh well, yeah. On girl gone good, girl gone bad. But then yeah, loud was girl gone gone bad. That was um. What did Stargate may have done? Uh, hate that I love you with yeah, Neo. Yeah, hate that I love you with Neo because it had that snare that they used the snare the snare clap that they love to use. Um, yeah, and and take a bow. I mm, think take a bow. Them, that was that which was is good. also co-written by yeah. Neo. Um, yeah. So yeah, with Ant, and then she works with it may it may have been considered a risk, mm-hmm. maybe not really. Because of our fan base, if they if they like hip hop, then they then they may like her. She's working with hip hop producers. I mean, she's kind of done that mm-hmm. all the time. But um, I kind of agree with you that it was that it's her her best work um, so far, and she's improving every time. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Um, and she may she may steal this category. Yeah, if I not mean- Beyonce, maybe it, maybe it'll be Rihanna. Because if you were to ask me like five, you know, because I I see what you mean. The four years in between from apologetic. Had you asked me like around that time, like, could she make an album like this? I'm like, "Eh, probably not. No. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, it's 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 pretty good. Yeah. Um, Any any other categories that interest you? Uh, I don't think so. I know. Well, I remember the best pop performance. Um, since it is performance based, I would like um, Ariana Grande to win it. To win it, um, uh, best pop solo performance mm-hmm, for Dangerous Woman. Okay, um, I'm a little upset that that, but I mean, there's only so many albums that you can make that that can be nominated for Album of the Year, and yeah. that was another one of those where I was like, that's a really this is her best album so far because I think, um, but it's her second one. No, this is her third. third? Dangerous Woman's her third because she had um, the first one. Why can't I think? Maybe of it's a dues paying thing. Well, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I think like this one, and also she's taking the Beyonce route where she's putting out an album every year. So yeah. like, I think there might be a little bit of fatigue, but like this one has been like, you know, from that song from dangerous woman, the title track to into you, even though I'm not a huge fan of side to side, not a bad song. Um, this has been a really solid album. And so she's one of those artists that also is just getting better um, with each album, um, so I, I would like for Dangerous Woman to take that one. I'm trying to remember what's in that category, though. Oh, okay, I, I had it pulled up. Okay, okay. Uh, best pop solo performance: oh, Hello go. by Adele, mm-hmm. Hold Up by Beyonce, 
Love Yourself by Justin Bieber, Piece by Piece, The Idol Version by Kelly Clarkson, and Dangerous Woman. Yeah. Yeah, I want Dangerous Woman to win. Hello might win, but I think out of all of those, and yes, I'm going against Adele and Beyonce, I think Ariana Grande kills it on that song. I, I, I thought that was great from the moment I heard it. Yeah. Um, Another, I guess what kind of interests me, because maybe I'll get an idea of, um, of, uh, here we go. Uh, an idea of like for the Oscars, possibly mm-hmm. looking at soundtracks or anything like that. Um, we have the best compilation soundtrack for visual media, basically mm-hmm. like if it's for TV or film, uh, the Amy soundtrack which is the documentary about Amy Winehouse. Okay. I think that's kind of unfair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Miles ahead. uh, It's a, the biopic about miles Davis. Okay. Uh, Straight out of Compton. We know, which is all. Yeah. Well, I think it's also one of those, like, come on, man. Yeah. It's not Um, fair. This music's already classic. (laughs) uh, Suicide squad. I, Heathens was a cool track, but I didn't really like the rest of that that soundtrack. Oh, the only song I, re- I remember from it, the only song I remember from it was uh, Purple Lamborghini. Yeah. And then, of course, because they had the cover of um, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody okay. uh, by Panic at the Disco, which everyone was shocked when they came out with it. They've been covering that song in concert for years. Um, and now, since it's just the singer, like he was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Vinyl. Uh, the show, the TV show Vinyl, which I've never watched. Okay. Um, there was another. Okay, the one I was looking for is the best song written for visual media. Uh, Academy Award nominees: Justin Timberlake, Max Martin, <laughs> Shellback, <laughs> um, Heathens, um, from Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. Just Like Fire, uh, by Pink. Okay. From Alice Through the Looking okay, Glass, yeah. Purple Lamborghini. Um. Try Everything by Shakira, which is from the movie Zootopia, and The Veil by Peter Gabriel from the movie Snowden. Okay. Um, I'm kind of disappointed, like, kind of disappointed that some of these, like, with the with the Academy, as far as the Oscars go, mm-hmm. they kind of stray away from the songs that are, they're going to, they're, if there's a song that's in an animated movie, that's how they feel like, oh, that's the only way we can honor animated movies. It's not. And that's why they, it took, you know, part of it's like, they took a really long time to have the best animated feature category. Yeah. Um, but still the, the way that they honor animated movies is if there's a song from it, yeah, which is, it's just whack. Well, I think that's uh, interesting that you mentioned that because, um, I feel like it's known, very known, that like a lot of those Pixar movies from like what the mid two thousands were classics, but like how many of them were winning like major awards? Right, like The Incredibles or something. Or I think only a, um, I know very few animated movies have been nominated for Best Picture. Written well, maybe like less than four. The only one that I know of for sure was Beauty and the Beast was nominated for Best Picture. Was it was Lion King? Nominated? No. no. Wow. <laughs> That's like the, I, the I way they the way they honored Lion King is have like three or four songs from it. 
yeah. nominated for best original song. Mm-hmm. That's how, you know, and so they still do that. Yeah. But as far as the pictures themselves, it's, so it's always like if you have an animated, um, I mean, Hey, look, songwriters, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to win an Oscar guaranteed, right? <laughs> for best original song, get something for an animated film, write something for an animated film, because, um, that's, that's where the awards are. And there'll be in me. There'll be songs that you've never even heard. <laughs> I mean, this one just heard, happened to all be of a sudden a, just pop up. Can't stop the feeling. Just happened to be a hit, you know, like can't stop the feeling is the only one that's nominated for an Oscar in this category. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to also look at, which always interests me because I always see, I want to know who is, um, who is nominated if I've heard of them or not uh, producer of the year, non-classical producer of the year. Oh yeah. I think we looked at this in one of them, didn't we? Um, Benny Blanco is one of them. Yeah, Benny Blanco, uh, Greg Kirsten, um, who produced hello, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Max Martin, uh, 1985 and Ricky Reed. Hmm. Um, they all did, you know, a lot of. The, oh, he did girls talk boys. Ooh. Who? <laughs> Ricky Reed. I'm just looking at the songs he did. He did girls talk boys. That was on the Ghostbusters soundtrack. Oh, yeah, it was not very good. Okay. But he also <laughs> did you don't give me high anymore. So it's like oh, okay, well, <laughs> good with the bad, you know. Um. So yeah, uh, those are our picks. I really didn't have anywhere else to go with this. <laughs> no, no, no. I think we covered it. I mean, yeah. See if we if we're right. I mean, it'll be lovely if some of these like our picks actually win versus who we think will win. I mean, it'll be nice to have some upsets. I mean, we don't want like a Jethro Tull over Metallica upset yeah. or Arcade <laughs> Fire over everyone. <laughs> and then right after, ladies and gentlemen, Arcade Fire, because <laughs> I can see that, ladies and gentlemen, Sturgill Simpson. <laughs> Like it's just, it's like they kind of leave you there, like with the check. Like that's what that is. I feel like that's gonna happen. <laughs> You're left there with a check, like a check that's too big for you to cash. Like you can't, like I don't have a black card. I can't pay for this. The one that I think would that would piss everyone off, ladies and gentlemen, Justin Bieber. Oh, <laughs> that's that would piss off everyone. Despite how good his album actually yeah. is, <laughs> no one would be it would just piss everyone off. Justin Bieber. And then, of course, you get, uh, I was reminded of this on Facebook memories of when Beck won, was it record of the year over um, over Beyonce's self album, album of the year. Album of the year. And the Beyonce fans were like, who's Beck? Like, go learn some musical history. Beehive. Go, go learn. Just because you don't know who Beck is doesn't mean he's been doing this for a long time <laughs> at a high level. Like... <sighs> I don't. Yeah, that's just just go 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 look him up. Go look him up. He's he's not bad. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and uh, on our next episode, we'll we'll kind of re- we'll recap the Grammys. That means I gotta See watch them. I, <laughs> I probably won't watch. I'll just like pull up. Okay, who won? Yeah. At first, I thought it was the same weekend as the All Star Game. I was like, not happening. Mm-mm. No, not happening. <laughs> um. So yeah. yeah. Uh. So we'll get to my earworm of the week. Yeah. And uh, this is an artist from. I think I've mentioned him before. 
Let me see if I've played him before. I don't think I have. Uh, I have not. Okay. Uh, but I may have told you who he, who he may sound like. <laughs> um, he is, he was born in Zimbabwe. He's based out of London. He's touring in Europe right now. I'm waiting for him to come to the States, but this is an artist named Rationale. Um, what's his real name? Uh, it doesn't say. <laughs> How do you spell the rationale? Is it spelled like the word? Yeah, like the word. Let's see. Um, yeah, it doesn't say, but uh, he is described as uh, Tracy Chapman meets Morrissey. Okay. And um, the song that I was listening to that I really like, it's called Palms. His name is Tanashi. Hmm. Interesting. It's not, I can't say the last name though. Okay. I'll, I'll show you, but, uh, Faza Curly. Okay. There you go. I'm just guessing. Faza Curly. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> so, uh, this is a song by rationale and it's called palms. It's a single right now. Um, he has, is his EP out? Well, is it an EP? Well, yeah, he has an EP called Vessels, which has four songs on it, but Palms was not on there. Um, this is, uh, is its second EP. He hasn't, he has two EPs, uh, not a full length album yet, but hopefully soon. So this is, uh, Palms and we will be right back.
That is Palms by Rationale. Uh, it's a single right now, but you can find it on Spotify uh, on our playlist, BTTYHT Earworms. And that was song 54 on the list. <laughs> um, so that's going to do it for our show. Um, once again, you can find us in a variety of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the time you hear this on Facebook, facebook.com slash by the time you hear this Instagram, by the time you hear this spelled with the letter U because we are upstanding and not banned from the country. Right. Upstanding. Yes. Well, the, the travel ban um, has been uh, lifted temporarily. Lifted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if anyone has an issue, then we'll see you in court. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Take it to trial. Uh, the same spelling. <laughs> the same spelling applies to our email address. By the time you hear this, at gmail dot com. You can listen to our podcast on Podomatic iTunes, Satchel Podcast Player, CastBox, TuneIn Radio. And coming very, very soon. Mm-hmm. By the time you hear this.com. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where we will have, uh, we will post our shows. We will uh, have blogs um, and lots of fun things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, that will be coming very soon. And um, anything else that we need to add? No, not that I can think of. Yeah, I think we, yeah, I think we, uh, I think we covered it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like the toupee on Donald Trump's head, we covered it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he never listens. All these subtle jabs. He's so sensitive. He'll come after me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he. We'll talk about that off air. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I do. Well, I will say this on the air uh i do hope that because she changed her um twitter profile picture Mm -hmm. rosie o'donnell as steve bannon i've heard i saw the the um the cries out for that happening and she said she'd do it right yeah she her twitter profile is someone photoshopped her face onto steve bannon nice so she said she'll need some time to prepare but she'll do it if if it's necessary and it's it's necessary uh (laughs) So we're going to um, end the show with an, we started the show with a performance of Daft Punk, Pharrell and Stevie Wonder performing Get Lucky and among with a couple other surprises in that. And we're going to end it with a performance from uh, 2014 uh, Imagine Dragons featuring Kendrick Lamar and uh Yeah. That will do it for our show, and we will talk to you guys soon. Peace. Peace. Breaking in, shaping up, and checking out on the prison bus. This is it, the apocalypse. Yourself, I take you on the trip, you feel me play. This is not a crap, I'm slinging crack on food cocaine. Just a cold sec, plenty cognac of major brain. There's no drill sergeant, no stress to weigh in on your brain. It was me, your boogie, yeah, yeah. Lucky right down programs, ugly waving your hand out the window, check yourself. Huh? Warriors, they go there. 